the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. $1,000 or more. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy and teeing up solutions for today's big issues, here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. This is where we're living life like it matters. This is where I get you thinking. You know, we get running around so preoccupado. You know, the Spanish word for worry is preoccupado. Now, of course, I don't say it as well as my Latin brothers and sisters, preoccupado. Do you hear the word? Preoccupied. You cannot be fully present in the now moment and be worried at the same time. See, they're polar opposites. You cannot be in two polar opposite place at the same time that uh, no space and time can handle can hold two polar opposite things you cannot be day and night at the same time uh, you cannot be grateful and a victim at the same moment I can do them about a minute or five apart anybody get it same thing you cannot be in the now moment and be worried preoccupado they're two different places you can't be in your head and fully present outside of your head at the same time and so, ladies and gentlemen, what I get you to do is get outside of the rat race. Get outside of the shiny object squirrels. We have something like 10 tetrabytes of data going through our head every day. And I'm just making that figure up. It's actually bigger than that because there's a number like an exabyte. There's a term I've never heard. I broke it down before. Uh, and it's so many tetrabytes. And that's how much data goes through our head, our experience in a 24-hour period of time. In the study of epigenetics, we know we have 30 to 60,000 thoughts per day. There's an old saying, if the devil can't make you bad, he'll make you busy. The number one weapon formed against us is confusion. The Bible says in the end days, there will be mass confusion. Anybody get it yet? And so today, I want to continue the conversation about the environment that we live in. You know, I talk about the science of the brain and how we work and Epigenetics tells us that we are a product of our environment. That environment can create a healthy culture or a not-so-healthy culture. And when ascertaining a situation, it's always important to have good communication, not only with other people but also with yourself. So it's called an awareness. See, if the communication is substandard, then the problems and the opportunities, oh, they cross each other. As one goes up, the other comes down. And today, what I want to do is I want to expand on the two most important environments that impact, and they are our hearts and our minds. See, to truly fight the good fight, we must be aware and communicate what is affecting the heart and the mind. And so today, I want to go in depth uncovering what's wrong 
baby. Now, I'm not calling you my little sweetheart. I'm not calling you my lover child. What I'm saying is, what's wrong, baby? And I'm talking about the little ones. What is so different today than 30 years ago, 50 years ago? We've always had teenage dysphoria. It's always been awkward being a teenage teenager. We've always had existential problems and, and questions. We've always had trauma and dramas. Went through a Great Depression. We went through a, a race wars. We went through the death of a president. We went to overturning racism that was pretty much institutionalized from the 1700s. But then the 1800s, that had to be attacked. And the 1900s had to be dismantled. And today, outside of what the government is now promoting as racism, before Joe Biden, the most racist president I think that we've had in 100 years, ever became president, I, I thought we were making some progress. I thought we'd made tons of progress, and it was getting to the point where Dr. King talked about that, yeah, there's always going to be racist people because people are weak, people are broken, people are flesh. And so today, I want to carry on the conversation. Yesterday, we were talking about creating the narrative, you know, because the narrative's the key. It's all about the narrative, stupid, right? Remember Bill Clinton running? It's, all, it's the economy, stupid. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, and the world knows this now, it's all about the narrative. What is so different today that when people snap, they take a gun to school and kill 30 people, 20 people? What is so different today when people snap that they go into a high-rise building and start having target practice with human lives at a concert? See, we've always had trauma. We've always had drama. We've always had abandoned kids. We've always had abuse. We've always had molestation. Always had rape. Always had um, adultery. Read the Bible. Incest, fornication, rape, abuse, all in there. It's not God condoning it. It's God telling the history of man, the sad history. <laughs> it's just the reality. So what's so different? So what's so different is our belief system. See, that's what's wrong with the babies. And see, the babies grow up to be young adults. And the young adults grow up to be human beings. And then they grow up to be human beings as broken children. They never advance. They never grow. They never get beyond. You know, I find it ironic that in the chapter on love, 1 Corinthians 13, it's such a weird place if you think about it. Chapter 1 through 8 is all about what agape love is. But it changes with verse 11. And it says, when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I set aside childish ways. See, at some point, you've got to start thinking different. At some point, you've got to start acting different. But here's the key. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. This is why I love this piece from Robert Fulgram. All I really needed to know, I learned in kindergarten, right? All we need to know, we learned in kindergarten. We just forgot, right? Share everything. Play fair. Don't hit people. Put things back where you found them. Clean up your own mess. Don't take things that aren't yours. Say you're sorry when you hurt somebody. Wash your hands before you eat. Flush the toilet. Warm cookies and cold milk are good for you. Live a balanced life. Learn some, 
think some, draw and paint some, sing and dance some, play and work some, every day. Take a nap every afternoon. Relax. When you go out in the world, watch out for traffic. Be aware of what's going on around you so you don't get hurt. And to help you hold hands, stick together. Because a cord of three strands is not easily broken. And then we're told to be aware of wonder. Be awed by the world. Remember the little seed in the styrofoam cup. The roots go down and the plant goes up and nobody really knows how or why. And we are all like that. Remember, we learned that goldfish and hamsters, white mice, and even the little seed in the styrofoam cup. Yeah, Daddy. Why did they die? Because we learned early on that all die. And so do we. And then remember the Dick and Jane books? And the first words you learned? The biggest word of all, look? See, everything we need to know is in there somewhere. The golden rule... Uh, Love, basic sanitation, ecology, politics, equality, sane living. That's what's different today. That's what we were taught. We were taught about God and country. We were taught that it's okay to make a mistake. You learn from it and you do better next time. We were taught that hard work is always God's work. We were taught that equity can be created through money, through investment of time or effort or emotion. We believed in a God who was in control. And we believed in a Bible who shared that word. We used to pray in school. We used to use the Bible as the number one teaching tool in all schools. But then we got too smart. We kicked God out of the schools. We kicked God then out of the country. We kicked the Bible out of schools. We kicked the Bible out of the country. And then we started replacing it with man. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, I want to break down what's wrong, baby. Because unless you have a diagnosis, you can't have a treatment. And today, I want to tell you, it's a bunch of BS that we're dealing with. I'm black, and we'll be right back. Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 30th through July 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Often the size of the fish grows each time you tell the story. The roller coaster gets a little taller. 
and the starry night sky gets even starrier. That's because the magic of some Minnesota moments is hard to put into words. The memories that become part fact, part feeling, but 100% real. Plan your dream trip at exploreminnesota.com. Sponsored by Explore Minnesota Tourism, aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. And remember, Like It Matters Radio is not the same thing as our bi-weekly podcast. We also have a bi-weekly podcast. Uh, it's called Living Life Like It Matters. And so wherever you uh, listen to podcasts, wherever, wherever it is, I don't want to say any names because there's so many of them out there now, uh, but just just query or search for living life like it matters, L-L-L-I-M, living life like it matters. I think you'll enjoy that. Uh, and also, those of you that are interested in Scripture, the Word of God, a little bit of spiritual movement, uh, you can go to www.wayofwarrior.blog. If you go down the bottom right side of the screen, it has a little button there. Uh, if you hit that button, it says follow. It'll allow you to type in your email address. And every day when I post, and I do it every single day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, uh, it'll send it right to you. And today we're diagnosing Dr. Block is in the house. I'm Fraser Crane, and I'm listening. See, I've been listening to everything. Anybody that knows me knows I'm a great listener. I'm hearing everything. I'm like a U2 plane. I'm taking everything. When I walk around the room and I got a group of 60 and 20 leaders, and these could be military leaders, these could be billionaires, these can be CEOs of Fortune 100 companies. But when I'm in Mr. Blackmode and they're in my class, I command all attention. I command all respect. And I'm walking around the room, and as they're going through the ups and downs of life and opening their hearts, opening their minds, uh, I am listening to everything. But I, my eyes might be down, my eyes might be up, I might something else might be going on, and I'm walking around, but there's no doubt in anybody's mind who is running that class. And I am like a YouTube plane picking up data sensory-based, visually, auditorily, kinesthetically, intuitively, sensing what's going on, processing everything I've heard and seen. Uh, and what I know is not opinion. What I know it's not because I read a, a, a sentence in a book or saw a T-shirt or I watched a news article. What I know 
is from 30 years of experience. What I know is from intimately walking inside the hearts and minds of 15,000 people over 48 hours at a time uh, to see the patterns, to see the proclivities, to see the pain, to see how it all plays out. And uh, it's fascinating. It's not that complicated. You just have eyes to see and ears to hear. And what's really going on is uh, it comes down to a bunch of BS. And no, uh, I'm from Texas. And yeah, I do love a good cattle, good cow. do love a good too. But I'm not talking about the defecation of bovines. When I say BS, I'm talking about belief system. And it all comes down to our belief systems. But you know what? Where is the structure of our primary beliefs created? Think about that. See, I call them family of origin issues. Because Dr. Alfred Adler tells us by the time a child is five years old, the majority of their map of reality is in place. Why? Because we are little meaning makers, right? That's what logotherapy is. Logotherapy is Dr. Viktor Frankl's uh, sense or understanding that as creatures, human beings, we are little meaning makers. Remember, we are made in the God class. In the God, in the beginning, God created that's our first introduction to God. And I always tell people, stop right there. Because our first introduction to God is as creator. And then you drop down 25 verses. He says, let us make man in our image. In other words, we were made in the God class. We were made to create. And early on, what we are working to create is our position in life. We're creating our map of reality. We're creating uh, the BS the belief system, which is that map of reality, which is the house of cards, which is the structure for everything we do. It is the litmus test for whether we have a good day or a bad day. It is the litmus test for whether someone is nice or mean. It is the litmus test for who we marry or who we are uh, freaked out by. It is the litmus test of what we walk toward and what we walk away from. It is the litmus test that allows us to sleep at night without drugs or makes us sleep at night with the requirement of drugs or alcohol or some kind of chemical that can alter our state of mind so we can shut down our brain and finally go to sleep. All that is driven by those belief systems that were put in place by our family of origin in those early days. And, you know, Dr., uh, not Dr., sorry, he might be a doctor. John MacArthur, one of my favorite pastors, he could be Dr. MacArthur. Uh, I don't know, sure. He, he wrote this a long time ago, probably about uh, 15 years ago, maybe 20 years ago. He said, quote, no one needs to prove to us that we may be watching the death of the germ cell of civilization, the family. All the signs are abundantly clear all around us. We could drag out all kinds of statistics to indicate the dire situation of the family in our culture. We are all constantly looking at the parade in the media of divorce, sexual rebellion, abortion, sterilization, delinquency, infidelity, homosexuality, women's liberation, uh, children's rights, and so on. That has been continually prayed for us for the last 20 years. We are watching the formation of the rope that strangles the family to death. Now, please hear this. This has been going on for a long time. I remember when I was a kid, a teenager, a young adult. I'd hear the cries of people like me. But back then, I'm thinking, this is stupid. This is silly. America is the land of the free, the home of the brave. America is God's country. 
I mean, I was so blinded by my patriotism and my lack of biblical knowledge because I had one foot in the kingdom and one foot in the world. I pretended to love God. I said I was a child of God, but I lived like a child of the world, like most of you do. The difference is, in 1980, we still had a good 50 years before God was coming back. But in the last year 2022, we're in single digits, peeps. Yeah. Single digits. So we don't have the leeway. In the Bible, they talk about time. There are two words, remember? Kronos and Kairos. Kronos is the time on your watch. Kairos is Ecclesiastes 3. There's a time for everything. Time to laugh, a time to cry. There's a time to war. There's a time for peace. There's a time to love. There's a time to laugh. There's a time to die. There's a time to live. Don't you hear it? Kairos. Dispensation. See, in the book titled The Death of a Family, I'm sorry, The Death of the Family, a British physician suggested doing away with the family completely. You know why? He says it's a primary conditioning device for a Western imperialistic worldview. What's different today is all this woke crap that we're now putting in our kids. Our test scores are falling in science and math and reading and everything. And what we are now teaching kids secretly to tell their don't tell your parents, teaching them homosexuality at five years old, allowing their kindergarten teacher to talk about them, about who they have sex with, who they share with their bed with. I don't want my kindergartner's teacher talking about who they're sleeping with. When did this change? That didn't happen in the 70s and the 80s, even in the love time where you had sex with everybody. You left, You didn't do it with children. You didn't pervert children. The primary conditioning advice for a Western imperialistic worldview, that is what a lot of people think about the family. Why do you think Black Lives Matter wants to destroy the nuclear family? Why do you think the whole homosexual agenda, they attack cisgender? AOC will tell you that if you're cisgender, if you're a typical heterosexual, you are privileged, that you have no right to speak up because you have no idea what it's like to not fit in. And that's, of course, a lie. See, there's no question we are watching a generation of young people rising up who have no socialization skills and no moral sense at all. It's called chaos. Murder, there's crime at rampant levels. People just walk up to strangers and kill them, shoot them in the head, beat them up. I just saw this article, and this, the, look at this. It's not about black or white. Here, how about this? Paris Hilton, part of the Hilton family, says she was strangled, slapped, watched by men in the shower, and thrown in a blood-smeared room at a Utah care center as a teen. At a teen. Family. And because she was depressed, because she was doing drugs and sleeping around, whatever, they threw her in detox and rehab centers, and they, they raped her, they abused her, traumatized her, turned into who she is today. And that's a wealthy family who's so busy making money they don't have time for their kids. How about this? I saw this article yesterday. Ohio grandparents arrested an unimaginable child abuse case that police says make you sick. The juvenile boy victim now suffers from atrophy in his legs and PTSD. A couple of Ohio grandparents are behind bars after allegedly taking part in cruel punishments their daughter has been accused of imposing on her stepson, a juvenile boy who police say was so mistreated he developed atrophy in his legs and PTSD. Can you believe that? How about this boy that killed those 19 kids in Uvalde? Of course, he shot his grandmother in the face first. 
Of course, mother and father are nowhere around. He's being raised by grandmother and grandpa. Don't you see it? That's the difference today. We're being programmed. I'm going to go in the power of belief systems out of the break. See, it doesn't matter what's real or not. It doesn't matter what's true or not. What matters is what do people believe. And right now, we're creating belief systems that are destroying people. Our kids are afraid. Our kids are afraid of each other. Our kids are, are, are afraid of government. Our kids are afraid of someone with a mask, afraid of someone without a mask. Our friends are afraid. Of, our, our children are afraid of Joe Biden. Some of our children are afraid of Donald Trump. We are taking our hate, our pain, our misery, our bitterness, and now we're teaching it to our children. That's what the Bible says when the sins of the father go to three to four generations. He's not calling a curse. He's saying that we create in our children an environment, whether that's belief systems or patterns that are acceptable. Why do you think they want our four-year-old kids to see pregnant men? Because they want them to believe, those kids, that that's normal. This is all about making what's abnormal, what's an abomination to God, to make it normal. So when a little kid sees it, they don't think anything of it. So when they get bigger, they can become it and accept it and be like it. Today on Like It Matters Radio, I'm posing the question with a hidden answer. What's wrong, baby? a listen to these words about Like It Matters Leadership Awakening from a recent attendee. Leadership Awakening is like nothing else. It's incomparable to any other training that I've been through, and that's executive professional communication training to, to how to hold a fork. It, the, the Leadership Awakening is a deep mental experience where I was forced to challenge my mind in a way that I've never been challenged before and it's there's nothing like it there's 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 no way to explain it with words you have to experience it leadership awakening change your heart change your mind change your life go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next leadership awakening it's not only changing lives it's saving lives that's likeitmatters.net slash schedule It is only the rest of your life. Are you prepared for it? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Al and Mike. They'll be discussing retirement income and the risks that need to be overcome during your golden years. Al and Mike will share with you how to create a sustainable income strategy. So make sure you listen to Money Matters with Al and Mike, 9 a.m. Sunday on Freedom 1570. Or you can call them right now with your questions. The number is 855-231-6010. Did you know that the Freedom 1570 mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows? Here's cool feature number one. You can set an alarm on the app that will automatically start streaming Freedom 1570 at whatever time you decide. It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake up with Matt Ray or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free Freedom 1570 app today. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? 
At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. And today we're talking about the pandemic. Uh, no, I'm not talking about COVID or monkeypox or whatever thing's going to come out so that they can make sure that you mail in enough ballots so the Democrats don't lose too big. So there's going to be something else coming around the corner. Mark my words. There's going to have to be a reason for millions of ballots to be mailed in, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, with no ID, with no signature verification, with no proof of who sent that or when it was sent. But, hey, the Democrats got to do what the Democrats got to do. And so, ladies and gentlemen, what is going on is that there's a breakdown of family. You know, we are learned by the time a child is five years old, the majority of their map of reality is in place their structure of their belief system. So where does that come from? That comes from their family structure. So whatever that family is, that family could be a single mom or single dad. That family could be a group of people, uh, you know, sharing a room and sharing each other's bodies left and right. Uh, that uh, could be a lot of different things, a drug-addicted parent, uh, uh, a parent, single parent who has a boyfriend or a girlfriend who's in the house using drugs and bringing other people around them and then abusing that child. You know what the number one cause for abuse and molestation in the home is? You ready for this? A man in the home who is not the biological father. That's the number one cause of abuse and molestation. A man in the home who's not the biological father. Yeah, man, that should make you pretty sad. It makes me pretty sad, pretty pathetic, isn't it? Chaos. See, sociologists, psychologists, analysts, and so-called marriage and family experts psychiatrists, and all the rest are scrambling all over the place to come up with some kind of solution. They've been doing that now for a couple of decades. Well, how do we fix this problem that's getting worse and worse and worse? And it's had absolutely no impact on the slide. The church is becoming just like the world. The divorce rates, the pornography rates, uh, the struggling with addiction rates, they're no different inside the church or outside the church. That's a sad statement. See, nothing that all the experts are doing seems to slow down the process of the disintegration of human relationships at the very core of life. And think about with COVID, then they wanted you to, to physically distance. And here's the problem. We've been physically distancing for a long time. That's why they really called it what they were really going for. See, they didn't call it physical distancing, did they? No, they actually called it the truth. They called it social distancing. Now you get why. Because the truth's right out there in front of you. You just don't have eyes to see or ears to hear. It's right there. So you can tamper with society in a lot of places. But if you destroy the family, you destroy society. 
John MacArthur said it best. He says, family is still the heart and soul of human society. And family, as it is defined by God, it is the place of intimacy. It is the place of joy. It is a place of memories that build the foundation of life. It is a place of love. It is a place of socialization. It is where you set your standard. It is where you build your foundation. It is where you create the structure of your belief systems that guide the rest of your life. It is the place of morality. It is the place of security. It is where you build your confidence. I remember uh, John was talking, uh, uh, I don't know if it was a sermon or just an interview I was listening to. And he was talking about talking to one of his professors out of the master's college. Uh, and this person had graduated with a PhD from USC, particularly emphasizing the field working with children in education. And he said all of the literature, all the existing literature today done on the study of children indicates that there's a period of time between the ages of 6 and 12 when everything foundational is either put down or not put down. And those are determinative years and what the child will become. Remember, Dr. Adler said by the time a child is 5, 6 years old, the majority of their map of reality is in place. And now we're seeing that between the age of 6 and 12, now this can then take us into the, that teenage dysphoria, right? You see where, how this works? So five to six years old, our map reality is in place. Uh, in between six and 12, everything in foundational is either put down or pulled up. The, the, the formative years. See, so you can look at the pattern of life in those years and predict almost perfectly whether they will be antisocial in their behavior or whether they were socialized in a normal way. We can see all the roots of criminal behavior in that period of time in the life of a child. Look what's going on in Chicago and D.C., these liberal cities where they say the cause of all this carjacking, the cause of all these crimes, what is it? Bored children. Why? You know what I did when I was bored? I dug holes in my backyard in Las Vegas. My dog Sam would run back and forth and dig up holes, and I would put water down in the caliche soil of Las Vegas and make little rivers. That's what I did. I would take a magnifying glass in my backyard and get a little old grass and start little fires. That's what I did. I would trick my sisters and brothers and hide and then drag my foot on a carpet and then hopefully shock them when I touched them. That's what I did when I was a kid, bored. But today, we do something different. Why? Because of the belief systems. That's what it comes down to. It all comes down to belief systems. See, here's the sad part. You ready for this? Uh, 20 January, 2020. People no longer believe working hard will lead to a better life. See, I've always believed that the harder I work, the, the more reward I get. I've always believed that my outcome was to create a better world for my kids than the one I had. I've always believed that I'm supposed to leave this world a bit better than the way I found it. See the, see the structure of those core beliefs? And they didn't come from mom and dad. They came from God. Because I was abused as a child. I was on my own at 16. I was in the Army at 17. I graduated high school living in a car. I started college in 84 living in my car two miles down the road from where my parents lived. White trash needing grants and loans to go to school, having my childhood at 19-year-old guy, young man in UNLV, traveling the world as a cheerleader, figuring out what it means to be a man. But I was driven by the belief systems that I could have anything in life if I worked hard enough, that there was no limits. But now today, the belief system is, there's no, it doesn't matter. 
working hard stupid. There's a lot of people making money doing easy things. Pornography is a lot of money to be made. Do all these webcam videos. Uh, strip down, strip, uh, do v- Zoom calls showing people what your body's made of. Easy ways to make money. Sell some drugs, do this, do that. You see? How about another one? Americans are leaving church and most aren't coming back. This is sad. Young adults today, quote, have had entirely different religious and social experiences than previous generations did. The parents of millennials and Generation Z did less to encourage regular participation in formal worship services and model religious behaviors in their children than had previous generations. Many childhood religious activities that were once common, such as saying grace, have become more of the exception rather than the norm. And you know the sad part? Most of the disaffection for religion today is largely driven by people who were once religious. There's a growing population that religiously unaffiliated whose once religious parents raised them without religion. Isn't that stunning? For nearly 30 years, the guy who did this article, uh, Cox, what is his name? Daniel A. Cox, Senior Fellow in Polling and Public Opinion at American Enterprise Institute. He has a quote here. He says, if someone had robust religious experience growing up, they are likely to maintain those beliefs and practices into adulthood. Without robust religious experience to draw on, Americans feel less connected to the traditions, beliefs of their parents. You see what's happening? We're, we've moved God out of America. We moved him out of school, moved out prayer uh, in the order to protect government from God. You know, We say, oh, you can't have anything sponsored by government that has God in it. That's a lie. The separation of church and state was Thomas's, Thomas Jefferson's quote, a, a term, an idiom he put. But it was used to protect people from government, not protect government from people. So for nearly 30 years, Cox says, research shows that Americans who identify as religious has consistently declined with each new generation. The pattern continues with Generation Z. Ready for this? Demonstrating less attachment to religion than the millennial generation did. Generation Z, born in late 1990s, early 2000, is now the least religious generation yet. Ready for this? 34% of them identifying as religious. One out of three. And then uh, you've got to believe that one out of three who say they are aren't really, just like most of us were, right? Among millennials, 29% identify as religiously unaffiliated, while Generation X stands at 25%. That's mine. Only 18% of baby boomers and 9% of the silent generation identify as religiously unaffiliated. You see the jump, huge jumps? See, it goes on to say, quote, it's not only a lack of religious affiliation that distinguishes Generation Z. They are also far more likely to identify as atheist or agnostic, noting that some 18% of the cohort identified as either atheistic or agnostic. Only 4% of the silent generation, what would be considered my grandparents, only 4% of that generation identified as atheist or agnostic. Today, nearly two-thirds, 65% of Americans who report having no childhood religious affiliation say they are still unaffiliated. In 2014, only 53% of Americans raised without a formal religious tradition retain their secular identity as adults. In 2007, that number was 46%. And then it went up today, 2022, to 65%. Do you see, Do you see where we're going? This all goes down to belief systems. Once you understand that, the deeper point is to understand that this is much bigger than just crime, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on. More and more children are growing up in a broken homes, in a culture of toxic stress and violence with no God. 
Most of these children will never commit a crime, but many will end up living in poverty, suffering addiction or homelessness or debt or persistent unemployment or a combination of these things. Yesterday I saw that robot orders for robots up 40% because of unemployment crisis and because of lack of productivity. They're increasing 40%. The economy is crumbling. We're going to be in the world of pandemics. You still got people walking around with masks on. And you know what? Their belief system tells them that government takes care of me. This mask helps me. Just depend on the government and listen to them and I'll be all okay. That's what's different about America today. We used to say that about God. And today, we say that about government. I'm black and we'll be right back. Awakening impacts even the seasoned pros. Take a listen to these comments from Kevin, who recently attended Leadership Awakening. I've struggled with a lot of things. I've been in so many different trainings, followed Tony Robbins, John Maxwell, all these great self-development gurus, but I have never went through a training as difficult and as intense as that 48 hours that we went through. What we went through was absolutely amazing, and I'd love to share it with as many people as I could. I kept being told on how intense this training was going to be, that it was going to be difficult. I mean, I've walked on hot fire. I've broken arrows. I've walked on glass. I've done so many things. I thought, how hard could this be? Well, the number one thing that I gained from Leadership Awakening was another level of awareness. If you're ready to go to another level of awareness, go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, June 30th through July 2nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon, we're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. To do you right, we take time for a barbecue flavor that will blow your mind. Get that Rack Shack attack, oh, Rack Shack barbecue. Make fresh daily cater to you. Homemade sauces, secret rubs too. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack barbecue. Oh, Hi, I'm Anthony Commers with Commerce Water. Let us build you a long-lasting, high-efficiency water softener. If you contact us now, you'll get $400 off our new wet technology water softener. Do it right the first time. Contact Commerce.com. Take a listen to this comparison of other training to Leadership Awakening. For probably two-thirds of my 30-year law enforcement career. I spent time in supervision and management, so I've been to a lot of leadership training. Been there, done that, got the t-shirt. I went to a leadership course in California where I worked, and it's an eight-month program. I went through that program. I went back later on as a facilitator, so I, I taught leadership. What we did in class was completely different than any other leadership program that I've been through. I mean, in 48 hours of leadership training in your program, it was just, it was dynamic. It was intense. It was powerful. You know, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. Leadership Awakening. Change your heart. Change your mind. Change your life. Go to likeitmatters.net slash schedule for the next Leadership Awakening. Leadership Awakening. 
Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am black. Today, we're asking the question, what's wrong, baby? See, here's the problem. Babies grow up to be adolescents. Adolescents grow up to be teenagers. Teenagers grow up to be young adults. Young adults grow up to be old adults. And in there is the leadership moving forward. Uh, and boy, it's pretty messed up. What's wrong, baby? What's wrong, baby, is a lack of leadership. What's wrong, baby, is you've got too many kids that you're allowing the world to develop and to grow. What's wrong is kids don't have the stability of God and a nuclear family. And the security to know they're safe. The security to know they matter. The security to know they have value. The security to know that there's a purpose for their existence. Security to know that they were created for someone beyond themselves, for a higher calling, for a higher purpose. Parents aren't leading anymore. The family home's broken up because the world wants you to know that cisgender is bad. That homosexual and transgender is good. They want to teach our kids at four and five years old that just because you have a penis doesn't mean you're a boy. And just because you don't have a penis doesn't mean you can't be a boy. And if you don't like what you are, then you can be something different and we won't tell mommy and daddy. And if you want to go by a different name or different pronoun, that's okay, we'll do it here at school, but we won't tell mommy and daddy. You know perverts do that. You know pedophiles do that. They do things to your kids, and they tell your kids not to tell anybody else. Boy, if a teacher or a cop or anybody told my little seven-year-old Benaya something and told them not to tell me, I would come unglued. But yet we live in a world day that we're supposed to be okay with the government raising our kids. See, it's okay to go to school and protest when our kids get shot with a bullet. But it's not okay to go to school and protest when our kids are being twisted mentally. When they're being taught to hate and taught to become victims. Where they're taught to lie to their parents and withhold information from their parents. What's different with America today? That would have never been tolerated back then. Never when I was growing up. My dad would have punched out the principal. It's a lack of leadership. We're not leading in our homes anymore. And then men, there's been a war on you. And so men aren't leading. I mean, you look at the black community. You got a majority of children grow up without a man in the home, without the father in the home. At some point, we got to start looking at our communities and maybe take a look at what they're doing to get what they're getting instead of blaming equity or lack thereof or inequality. Maybe we should start looking at the problem. I got this article from Stories, Analogies, and Metaphors about Leadership uh, from Dr. James Adonis. It's called Leadership Void and Vacuums. You may be aware of the scientific theory that nature abhors a vacuum. In quantum mechanics, it's referred to as the vacuum state, which basically means there's no such thing as a vacuum. Let's say, for example, that you created some kind of glass container closed off to all physical particles. From the outside looking in, it would appear as though it was empty. But in reality, it's not. That space, at the very least, contains electromagnetic waves and particles. If the slightest piercing were to penetrate the container, it would then be filled with air. 
and depending on where the container was located, a slightly larger opening may see it consumed with water or sand or any other substance. That's why philosophers like Aristotle have professed that vacuums don't exist. As soon as we think that one is there, something instantly fills it up. Such is the case at work. An environment notorious for the vacuums that arise. When there's a vacuum of information, it is filled with gossip. When there's a vacuum of training, it is filled with mistakes. When there's a vacuum of opportunity, it is filled with disengagement. Now, I know this is about work. But work is nothing more than what a whole bunch of people do together to get an income. It's about people. The same patterns that apply at work apply to people in general, in groups. So I want to apply this to us personally. Where there's a vacuum of information is filled with gossip. Think about your kids. When there's a vacuum of training, think about your kids. It's filled with mistakes. Think about your kids. When there's a vacuum of opportunity, it's filled with disengagement. See, if we were to look specifically at new teams or established teams that have been leaderless for a while, there are four vacuums that are especially present. Structure, knowledge, relationships, and authority. And gentlemen, ladies, I'm telling you, this is what's going on in our family structure. This is what's going on in our family uh, uh, identities or, or whatever you want to call them. There's these voids and government's filling them up and the teachers' union's filling them up. And if you don't step up, ladies and gentlemen then we have nothing to hope for because it's getting worse and worse generation after generation because the woke's taking over. I don't care if you vote for Biden or Trump. I don't care if you're on the red team or blue team. Wake up. This is not good. We're on a path that's not sustainable. We are going downhill, and there's a bridge out sign, and we have no way to pull the brakes on this thing. So let's look at those four categories. First of all, structure. This represents the systems that are in place, the ways in which the team is organized, and the rules that determine how and when the work gets done. What about those structures at home? Where is that? Where is God? Where is morals? Where is values? Where is that structure? And how about knowledge? Our kids can go on the internet and look at pornography, be it pedophiles, pedophiles can get access. So where, how, how are you filling in the knowledge gap? Knowledge. This reflects the collective expertise of the employees and awareness of their development gaps. The principles that influence their decision making. Do you hear that? It's BS. The principles that influence their decision decision making. A vacuum of knowledge is often filled with costly errors. And when you're talking about human beings, those costly errors can take the lives of 21 people with a shotgun on a bad day. Relationships. This includes the level of trust among team members, the degree to which they understand each other, and the extent to which they like and respect one another. We can't even treat other people respectfully. We got a black church and a white church. How did that happen? God said there is no black, there is no white, there is no male, there is no female. There's just redeemed and non-redeemed. When Jesus walked this planet, he said, who is my mother? Who is my brother? But he or she who does the will of my father, that is my mother. That is my brother. Quit calling people your brother and your sister because they look like you. God says that is not what makes someone your brother or your sister. But someone who is equally yoked, who has the same moral beliefs, who has the same spiritual beliefs, equally yoked. Do not be un, uh, yoked with an unbeliever. Which brings us to the last one, authority. This is in relation to the informal power that some employees hold, the credibility of the leader to lead the team. This is where the credibility of mom and dad to lead the team. 
the credibility. What happens in my training, as great as it is, that when people start trusting me, change happens. Until they trust me, until they open their heart and mind and they know that I'm there for their good, not for their harm, nothing happens. Once that happens, everything changes. You see, a vacuum of authority is often filled with power struggles. See, if you're a leader taking over a leaderless team, whether you're talking about a family, a business, a church group, it's important to fill those four vacuums before other unfavorable elements infiltrate them. Tennessee Williams wrote figuratively, a vacuum is a hell of a lot better than some of the stuff that nature replaces it with. The trouble, though, is the vacuum doesn't last very long. And what I'm suggesting, ladies and gentlemen, is there's a vacuum. And men, it's time to fill that vacuum, that void. It's time. It's time to step up. And the key is you got to go back to your belief systems. What is it you believe? What does it believe about who you are? What do you believe about who you are? Are you a child of God or are you a child of the world? What about your spirit connection? Are you open to realizing there's a God and that God's not you? Do you understand there's a higher power that we all fall short and we all need assistance? Man, you don't need to go to a 12-step program to figure that out. That's just basic common sense. What about your beliefs? What do you believe about your beliefs? Do you understand the importance of them? When was the last time you questioned your beliefs? You challenged your beliefs. What about your capabilities? Your capabilities are so critical. Because if you don't believe you're capable, you won't do anything about it. See, your belief that something will work increases the possibility that it will happen. That increased possibility will then increase the probability of the thing that you want to take place actually happening. That then increases your belief that the thing that you want to take place will happen. Then that increased possibility shows up in the thing you want to take place happening more often. But you got to believe. And those beliefs dictate where, what we do. And those beliefs dictate where we hang out. If you don't like the results you're getting, then change your approach. Go to likeitmatters.net. Let me help you live your life like it matters. Let me help you clear up your past, resuscitate your heart, and refocus your mind. Because, leader, you're better than this. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you when you live your life like it matters. It does. Spring means new beginnings and growth. So let's get your business's seeds planted with Salem Surround. Let us help your website bring you the leads your business needs to thrive. Let's make sure people find you faster and easier on the web. Our amazing team of media strategists are here to serve you with boots on the ground and real-world expertise. We live right here and know the communities you're trying to reach. We're media strategists, and we're very, very good at what we do. So let's grow together. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Your home may be making you sick. This is Sheila Hittner from Our Healthy Homes. In 23 years of selling real estate, I've seen a lot of sick homes filled with toxic chemicals on the floor, the countertops, and yes, in the air. Tune in to Our Healthy Homes Saturdays at 10 a.m. We'll help you replace the poisons with natural, safe products that work wonderfully and are less expensive. Our Healthy Homes with Keith and Sheila Hittner, Saturday mornings at 10, here on Freedom 1570. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.